Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Belinda blinked. And here we have the rankings. 28. Professor Slints. Part 1 Devoting his life to market-smashing cookware meant that Slints died a virgin, depending on how you define spending your final moments on earth being waterboarded by a crazed woman's vagina. Discovered as a humble cauldron maker on the streets of Hanover, Slints emigrated to the British Isles where he was responsible for the world-beating Trioxy Brillo range and perhaps also the Cry No More knife, which so far hasn't exactly taken off. They can't all be winners. When he wasn't hunched over blueprints, Slints was capable of giving an exhausting tour of the Scottish factory too. Tragically, this genius was the first death to take place in Belinda Blinked. Gone too soon, the prof-prof with the half-moon specs was denied a state funeral, perhaps a victim of the British royal family's reluctance to publicise their long-standing connection to Germany. One can only speculate. Regardless, he will be mourned by many. Rocky's Comment Professor Slint's death is meant to be a timely warning to all those readers who try out everything described in these books. Once again, please do not waterboard with your vaginal lids. It cannot only lead to friction burns, but you could suffocate your partner. However, whilst the prof was still alive and working in his laboratory, he made some very interesting discoveries. Here's one scene which never made the books, but highlights the dedication inventors all over the world exhibit. A visit to the laboratory. Belinda knocked on the big wooden door and looked at Bella and Giselle. This should be fun. Zanta. She opened the door and they walked into a large laboratory. Belinda could see pots and pans scattered all over various benches. A white-coated, grey-bearded gent was busily turning on jets of flame and burning out their centres. He stopped and turned round to greet the glee team. 
Good morning, Miss Blumenthal. I see you have arrived with your two delicious companions for the first guided tour of our wonderful factory. Now, to be honest, we have worked very hard to prepare for you, but I have a question about the stories I've heard of you and your Glee team. Belinda stepped back in amazement. She was surprised that the Glee team's fame had gone before them, but surely this old gent couldn't be interested in sex? Now, strip off, please. I want you naked immediately. Belinda looked at Giselle, who looked at Bella, and Belinda did as she was told. She took off her high heels and placed them on a nearby bench, then her jacket and skirt. No, 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 don't place them there. They will get destroyed. Zeus that elegant coat stand. Professor Slintz pointed to a corner of the room, and Belinda hung her garment on it. She continued without another word, removing her white silk blouse. Dressed skimpily in her thong and brassiere, she unclasped the bra and let her magnificent breasts entice the professor's eyes away from a saucepan he was burning the centre out of. He immediately lost his aim and scorched the plastic handle which went up in a puff of smoke. He glanced back at the damaged utensil and said, "'Very interesting. I think we have to find a new test.' He smiled at Belinda, who was now removing her thong. She hung it up with the rest of her clothing and tiptoed naked back to join the girls and the professor at the testing benches. To be continued. <laughs> professor Slints. <laughs> Part 2 The professor put down the pot he was scrutinising with a large magnifying glass and rubbed Belinda's bare ass with his free hand. Superb contours, my dolic, he breathed. Belinda waggled her breasts at him on each side. These things I do for this company. Stintz took Belinda's breasts into his two hands and felt their unfettered weight. Hmm, about two kilos each. He let them go, brushing the engorging nipples briefly and making a note in his laboratory manual. Excellent. Belinda was pleased whilst listening to Giselle and Bella sniggering in the background. Now, you may think I was a little bit forward in feeling your titties, dear Belinda, but there is good scientific reasoning behind this. He once again rubbed Belinda's ass. In my studies, I have discovered that the ideal weight of a pan or pot should be exactly the weight of the female breast using them. Belinda blinked. She thought, if true, this information was of earth-shattering importance. Utensil weight labelling throughout the world would change overnight. Would we use the brassiere cup size, or do as the professor had just done? Feel the weight of one tit and then the pan? Would future department stores have curtain-covered tit-holding areas? Belinda's mind came back to the present. Out of the corner of her eye, she could see Giselle and Bella assessing the weight of each other's breasts. The professor had selected two pots from the new steel's Oxybrillo range. He held them out to Belinda and asked her to hold them one in each hand. Now, wave each pot in turn up and down and all around, he instructed her. Belinda did so. The professor videotaped the actions and prepared it for replaying back onto a large screen at the bottom of the lab. I shall now show you the naked truth, Belinda, and highlight the shocking damage our industry is doing to its end users and what we propose to do to rectify this disgraceful situation. Belinda watched on in horror as the tape played. Surely her bird tits weren't that saggy. But wait a minute, what the hell was wrong with the left one? It looked deformed compared to her right. The professor noted with satisfaction her annoyance. Belinda, do you have a problem? 
Yes, Professor, I do. Why is my left tit looking so deformed compared to the right tit? Ha-ha! <laughs> you have spotted it immediately. It is because your left boob is out of balance with the pot your left hand is holding. Just look again at the right boob. It is performing perfectly because it is in harmony with the pot. Belinda was amazed. You had to hand it to these boffins. They thought of everything. Now, to conclusively prove to you that what I am saying is the truth, we will repeat the procedure, but this time your left tit will be perfect, whilst your right tit will be deformed. Belinda repeated the exercise as the professor filmed, but this time he kept the camera rolling. Now, Giselle and Bella, please strip also. Hand me the perfect pan for your breastfates, and I will discuss a new theory I have on the handles. Belinda blinked. Yes, Professor Slintz will be sorely missed. 27. Chiara Montague With a name like that, Chiara didn't have to do much work to find herself in the top third of the competition. Yet, she certainly earned her place. Intimately acquainted with the aristocracy, a keen skier, an avowed anti-racist, and happy to use her infamous sewing skills to protect Great Britain's business secrets. An oft-unsung heroine who may still be trapped in Belinda's loft apartment. I'm hoping the parrot food holds out. Hashtag free Chiara. Rocky's comment. One of the newish glamour girls of the series, Chiara will always be the who never quite makes the spotlight. On the edge of the Glee team, missing out on the trip to the Costa del Sol in Hazel's newspaper-financed aeroplane meant she never really made it. The fact everyone seems to think she's still locked in Belinda's central London penthouse makes no sense to me. Of course, she's got her own key, and she's allowed to park her Aston Martin in Belinda's very large garage any time she wants. Having a free parking spot like that in central London would make me want to be friends. Yes, we all have high hopes for Chiara, and what with Belinda's new responsibilities, she may well be one of the first to cross the Anglo-German divide. 26. Petra Oh my God, Jamie. Petra has earned a legion of fans in spite of or because of, her borderline incomprehensible warblings. Although she's linked in our minds with her bish, the books have never explicitly stated that she was involved in his odious schemes. If the melodious East German is redeemed in future volumes, I'll move her further up the ranking. Until then, I hope you understand. Rocky's Comment Petra's time as Bish's personal assistant must indicate that she knew most of what he got up to. The office meeting with Spooner and Smithy, a.k.a. Belinda Undercover, showed us that she was closely allied to him. It was Spoon's seduction techniques which paved the way for the discovery of the evidence trail leading to Giselle as the special one. By diverting Petra's attention, he allowed Smithy the opportunity to find the one crucial document. Later, at Bish's slosh, everything becomes even more sinister, as Petra has the security cameras fall our two intrepid spies around the building. 
Is Petra a double-timing Bish employee, waiting for Belinda to make a fatal error, or is she just in need of a decent job? Only Belinda Blink Book 7 will tell. 25. Wayne Burt, also known as Dr. Peter Robbins. Part 1. A weird, freaking dude. It's comforting to realise that Dr. Robbins' lunatic performance in Amsterdam was just that, a performance. What we took for a manic, scissors-wielding, cackling voyeur was in truth a plain-speaking huckster from the streets of Philly who had four million cans of baked beans, a travelling desk and a grand plan. A veteran of the US Army of the Rhine, that famed unit who saw much action during the uh, Cold War, Weinbert was a man of vision, with no qualms about getting his head tattooed, all in the name of making his fortune. And he would have got away with it, if it wasn't for those meddling cocks. Rocky's Comment I cannot believe any reader didn't see through the Dr. Robbins act from the very start. It was obvious from the word go that he was a nutcase, and they make the best sort of villains. What is of greater interest is why did Bish place Weinbert in the Rouse supermarket chain's offices? Obviously, as a former quartermaster in the US Army, he would be well used to purchasing foodstuffs, so as a purchasing director, he was well hidden. However, surely Belinda wasn't the first supplier whom he took his quirky sexual desires out on. Didn't Christina Ross, in her internal role as company intelligence officer, know of his dark side? I'm sure Ross supermarkets purchased stuff from Bish, so there would have been a natural contact there. But how did Bert, aka Dr. Robbins, get appointed? Does Peter Ross owe Bish a favour? Money? Or the property in which lots of his shops are built? So many questions. It's all to play for, and remember, Helga is still in place waiting for her new boss to walk through the office door and seduce her on that heavily stained leather-covered desk. I do have to ask if she'd send back an FBI report immediately, or will the wily Helga wait three or four years building up her evidence base as she did on her last case? And speaking of her last case, here's how she interviewed for the job. Dr. Peter Robbins Interviewing the new assistant. The good doctor paced his room intensely. He was thinking. He was thinking very hard. Whilst disappointment never took him by surprise, he was frankly troubled by the day's proceedings. You see, Dr. Peter Robbins was interviewing for a new personal assistant. To date, he'd interviewed five candidates two of which were men, which made him feel very important. He'd never had a man working for him before. It was novel, he thought, perhaps too novel for him, a dyed-in-the-wool, though recently appointed and hopefully opting senior manager in Peter Rouse's organisation. But, reluctantly, they didn't feel right for him, so over lunch he decided that the three females were also better than the two males, which meant he had one candidate left. The knock at his office door brought him back to reality. Come in, come in, he half shouted. Thank you, mein Herr Doctor. The last candidate sat down on a chair which was positioned to have the possibility of the late afternoon sun shining on it. Presently it was cloudy, but Peter Robbins had hope. 
He ruffled through the pile of resumes, trying desperately to find the relevant one. It was at the bottom of the pile. His left foot began tapping. Music started to play in his head. He put his left hand on his knee and applied some pressure. It all stopped. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good, he thought. I am in control of this situation. To be continued. Wayne Burt, also known as Dr. Peter Robbins. Part 2 I see you have had much experience with various organisations. Has any of this been in a purchasing role? The candidate nodded vigorously and said, Yeah, mine here, Doctor, in an enthusiastic way. Dr. Robbins smiled and rubbed his hands. This was indeed a good start, and even better, the sun was starting to shine. Forgive me, but is the sunshine bothering you? Young ein bitcher, mein Herr Doctor. Would you like to remove your jacket before we continue? I always like my staff to be comfortable in their place of work. Dr. Robbins smiled, got up and took the denim jacket. He hung it happily on an old wooden coat stand, which he'd inherited with the job just a few months ago. The music started to play in his head again, but not as loudly. Shooting stars never stop. He quickly shook his head and continued. Now, where were we? Ah, yes, yes, we have ascertained you have suitable prowess for working with me in purchasing matters. As you already know, it is a matter of producing and copying contracts with our suppliers. Can I confirm you are familiar with this work? The candidate again nodded vigorously and replied, Mein work with the American ambassador, mean doctor, was very the same. Robbins was no fool, and he knew when he'd spotted a talent that perhaps the candidate was trying to hide from him, so he quickly replied, Ah, I see you speak some English. That would be very useful in this role. We have many British and American suppliers. This is very good. I am seeing you as an asset, not just an employee. He clapped his knee and started to hum in tune to the music in his head. This candidate was looking very promising, he enthused gaily. The candidate smiled and surreptitiously opened a couple of her white blouse buttons. It was getting hot, now the sun was shining brightly. Dr. Robbins looked on with interest. The physique was good, if not a little flabby. Strong, powerful legs always attracted him to a person, and the correct shoes were a must. He liked black in a shoe colour, but never white socks. No, white socks were a turn-off, both male and female, he thought. 
But all he saw this afternoon was good. This candidate was looking more promising with each passing second, and the purple socks were a definite turn-on. I almost like my assistants to dress down when they are working with me. No flashy garments, just drab smocks. Well, flat, well-polished shoes. You know the score, I'm sure. The candidate nodded and added in broken English, I am happy to wear what I am told, men here, doctor. Robin smiled, hummed the returning music to himself whilst letting his right knee tap, and said, Then, dear candidate, I suggest grey woollen garments all over, and the position is yours. Agent Helga blinked. Twenty-four. Sam, the youngish man, adjure. Another character who was more relevant to the series in its earlier years, Sam was the first character to be described with Rocky's trademark ish in both of his performances. First at the Horse and Jockey, and later at the Ritz, as we know, the only place to get a drink in Greater London, where he made the fatal error of having Turkey in the vicinity. Still, on both occasions, he managed to give Belinda the room service she so desperately needed. And that is what makes the youngish man so memorable. For the first time since she began her Steele's journey, Belinda was able to focus on pleasure for its own sake, rather than shagging for the business. A youngish, generous lover who valued her for no other reason than the intimacy of two strangers, albeit in a borderline inappropriate scenario, getting it on. And you can't doubt his work ethic. No wonder he climbed the career ladder after working both the day and night shift at his first job. Now, can someone please clean that stainless steel work preparation area? Rocky's Comment Sam is a lovely fella, and a great sexy night in for Belinda. A man of few words who knows how to get the job done without overstaying his welcome. I have no doubt that with his catering skills, Belinda will have him on the payroll at Bert's Baked Beans in a very senior position. Let's be honest, he couldn't make much more of a hash. Beans and hash, do you like the segue? Of it, than Mr Wayne Burt himself. The true entrepreneur that Miss Blumenthal is knows that the ailing fast bean takeaway chain needs a major makeover and a widening of its offering. Beans, hash and chicken sounds good to me. And as we all know how keen Sam is on turkey, it may well be beans, hash and turkey. It will also be interesting to see how the romantic dynamic might change when Belinda eventually becomes his boss. Will he follow the fate of the regional sales managers and become relegated to the role of just another minor sexual employee as Des Martin, Ken Dewsbury and Patrick O'Hamlin seem to have become? Or will Sam strike out and seduce Belinda with, say, prawn sandwiches and prosecco? Whatever he does, we can be sure that Sam, the youngish manager, will be steadily progressing his career until he reaches the zenith of the hospitality industry. 23. Hank Skank Hank, Jim Sterling's chief executive, worked his way up from student janitor to a high flyer, hobnobbing with Ron and Nancy and enjoying his great seats at the Crankies. He's the star of one of my favourite chapters as Belinda gets her baps out in an Italian trattoria and Hank takes some sausage home for dessert. And he's characterised by one of Jamie's less offensive accents. He really is a rare breed. Rocky's comment. 
Hank Skank is a fun character to write. The steel behind the bonhomie of Jim Sterling, the man who gets things done, a lover of Italian food with a European birth heritage, and yet happily ensconced in beautiful low-taxes Texas. Yes, deep down Hank is one hell of a complicated character. Truth be fair, we've not seen all that much of him to date. But he's like a volcano, rumbling away deep down in the bowels of the earth, waiting for his own personal explosion of dubious sausage recipes. A man who likes steak ass and tits, he's the sort of chief executive Belinda needs to f- 22. Penelope Polley. I suspect Chara Montague's half-sister, P.P., is not all that memorable to the average listener, but I tell you this in a whisper, only you can hear. Something really clicked in me since her first appearance. No, 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 you simple bitch. This might be the MDWAP quote I say most often in my everyday life. If you see a striking woman in a pink linen suit with orange seeming on the streets of gay Paris, invite her out for a drink, let her take her viewing stool and see where the night takes you. Rocky's comment. Penelope Polley is another one of the Duchess's acolytes, and we're not sure whether she holds a similar role to the Duchess at MI6, with Interpol based in Paris. Slightly more of her character is revealed in Lockdown 69, when she offers to help Belinda with a cash injection. Being smart as Belinda is, a quick discussion with the Duchess led onto a good business decision. We don't really know if P.P. is an admirer or a devious competitor of Belinda and what she does especially in her new role at Bish. Certainly in PP's day job at Five Car, she has purchased some Steele's products, but she seems to be wholly off for something more. Five Car are capable of much bigger orders, so what's going on? Is all the air-kissing and the oh-la-las just acting, or does this crazy French bitch have a different agenda to what she's letting on? Of course, everything will be revealed, but it may just be in Belinda Blinked 11, perhaps 12. Yes, I'm still writing, find, if she's going to run her newly acquired business with any form of success. Head and shoulders above any of the RSMs Belinda used to work with, it would be a struggle to find a similarly gifted individual based in Europe. But knowing Belinda, I'm sure the job interviews will be fun. 22. Penelope Polley Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I suspect Chara Montague's half-sister, P.P., is not all that memorable to the average listener. But I tell you this in a whisper, only you can hear. Something really clicked in me since her first appearance. No, 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 you simple bitch. This might be the MDWAP quote I say most often in my everyday life. If you see a striking woman in a pink linen suit with orange seeming on the streets of gay Paris... Invite her out for a drink. Let her take her viewing stool and see where the night takes you. Rocky's comment. Penelope Polly is another one of the Duchess's acolytes and we're not sure whether she holds a similar role to the Duchess at MI6 with Interpol based in Paris. Slightly more of her character is revealed in Lockdown 69 when she offers to help Belinda with a cash injection. Being smart as Belinda is, a quick discussion with the Duchess led onto a good business decision. We don't really know if PP is an admirer or a devious competitor of Belinda and what she does, especially in her new role at Bish. Certainly in PP's day job at Five Car, she has purchased some Steele's products, but she seems to be holding off for something more. Five Car are capable of much bigger orders, so what's going on? Is all the air kissing and the oh la la's just acting, or does this crazy French bitch have a different agenda to what she's letting on? Of course, everything will be revealed, but it may just be in Belinda Blinked 11, perhaps 12. Yes, I'm still writing. So, if you like the style of my podcast, then I'd like to get you the special gift for the Belinda Blinked fam in your life. I will record your message in the same style as my podcast, Rocky Finstone Unleashed. So... Hi, Jamie Morton. Rocky Flintstone here, just wishing you a very, very happy birthday. Enjoy your day and see you soon. Cheers! You can get this a great, unique present from my Etsy store, Rocky's Pavilion, all one word. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Ciao!